we have arrived on the other side of season 35, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for listening to the Film Survivor Podcast. This is your host, Tom Santilli. And yeah, we just saw the uh, Survivor Heroes versus Healers versus Hustlers season 35 finale uh, and live reunion show just wrapped up. We have tons to get to during this podcast today, mega-sized episode of the podcast. Uh, I'm going to be interviewing all five of the uh, contestants that were remaining heading into the finale, including the winner. So, you know, lots of spoilers coming your way. Here's your last spoiler warning. Uh, do not listen any further if you do not want the events of Survivor spoiled. Uh, so pause the podcast or come back to it when you're ready. Okay? With that, uh, boom. Season 35 in the can. Where does it rank? Uh, and uh, where does what do people feel about Ben? Ben, the winner of season 35, the sole survivor, he won uh, five to two to one in the final vote over Chrissy, who got two votes, and Ryan, who got a single vote. And there was just tons of, to digest. This seems to be a uh, controversial, a, a controversial finish with uh, the fire making final four that happened. I'm going to get to that, too. I have some feelings on that, and I actually feel, uh, I don't know, I feel like I feel, I'm going to defend uh, what the show did. I happen to like it. I know a lot of people are giving some hate right now, uh, but I'm going to tell you exactly why I like it. I'll come up here in a second. But, yeah, on the podcast today, we're going to have, uh, I have five interviews coming up. I'm going to be speaking with Ben, the winner, uh, one-on-one. I'm then going to be uh, on a call with the number two and three finishers, Chrissy and Ryan, together on the phone. And then my last interview will be with both Devin and Dr. Mike on the phone. So really three interview sessions, but we'll be speaking to all five of the uh, finale uh, contestants. Uh, Once we get through those five, uh, you know, it's really we're done with the season and we look forward to season 36. So stay with the podcast. Uh, I'm going to get in right now to my recap of the episode. We're going to just talk about what happened and kind of digest it all. Uh, Then we'll go into the interviews and then uh, stick around after the interviews and we'll uh, take a quick preview uh, of season 36 coming up in February. So, wow, I I just love the finale episode. I don't know what it is. I wrote this in my uh, recap for realitytea.com. Thank you for reading if you are reading. Uh, my written recaps on Reality T. Uh, you know, Survivor Finale to me still just gives me the chills, you know. Uh, when I watch it, I get that nervous feeling in my stomach. It's one of the few times that I watch uh, live television anymore <laughs> when it's not sports. Uh, but it feels like a sporting event, you know. It feels like a big, like a Super Bowl uh, kind of a thing. Me and my wife make a big deal out of it. You know, we, we sit down, we watch it live. Uh, and it's just a big event. And I always am excited I don't always love the outcome. I don't always think it's the greatest finish. But this year, I did. <laughs> I thought it was a strong two-hour episode. Two-hour-plus episode, I should say. And uh, I just love the way the season finished. Uh, I am rarely right. Uh, <laughs> but earlier in the season, I had uh, pleaded with everybody, all my listeners, to to stick with this season and give it a chance. I know that it kind of was slow leading up to the merge. But we, uh, you know, it just started picking up. I, I felt like we had a good core of really good players. And uh, once we got down to just them, I thought that there was some potential here. And I really feel like it paid off. The last few episodes were really, really strong. And then this two-hour finale, I thought, was just great. It had some great challenges. It had some great drama. There was a tie vote. There was a big game-changing twist. And, uh, and then, you know, a good uh, finale. Just a good, you know, final tribal. Uh, but, like I said, it wasn't without controversy. Ben, of course, was the long shot uh, heading into the final five. Um, everybody was gunning for Ben. He was definitely the underdog. And Ben found three straight immunity idols to close out the game. Uh, that had people screaming at their television that the game is rigged. Uh, that production is looking out for Ben, and, uh, you know, that it's kind of like a, a win with an asterisk next to it. Uh, here, here's what I think. Okay, first of all, disclaimer, in case you don't know, I do not work for CBS. 
I do not have an affiliation with CBS other than I'm a press member. Uh, I don't have any inside word on the show, the production. Uh, you know, I'm not, you know, Facebook friends with Jeff Probst. I don't have any inside knowledge as to the actual thought pattern behind the production of the show. I also know that it's a reality TV show and that not everything that we see on TV is quote unquote real. Uh, you know, we had that come up earlier in the season We had, when we found out Patrick, you know, he was kind of displayed as being kind of a goofball weirdo. He was shown on the show kind of jumping around and being silly. Uh, we learned in the interview that that was pulled from uh, a game of charades that he was playing with the rest of the tribe, and they were all kind of acting silly when it was <laughs> their turn to do the charade. So, you know, out of context a little bit, I'm sure that there's some things that we don't know about, you know, uh, that kind of happen but there's an integrity to the game that we trust when we watch this. Uh, this is not the WWE wrestling. Uh, the outcomes have not been determined ahead of time. I really, truly believe that the show lets the show play out. Yes, you can argue that there are too many twists. Yes, you can argue that there are too many idols in the game these days. Uh, and we'll get to the fire-making controversy in a minute. But what I'd like to say is I think that it's kind of a bunk argument to uh, to hate on Ben or to say that somehow production rigged the game for him when he's the one that went out and found these three idols. Uh, the other players had every right. We've seen in other seasons how you know players follow other players around. They don't let them out of their sight. So it's kind of like they, they babysit them, uh, to use the word that they used on the show. And all four of these players had every opportunity to do that with Ben. Even if production was standing right out of frame, you know, with the idol in their hand, waving it in front of Ben, um, you know, trying to hand it to him uh, to give him some kind of an unseen advantage, you know, if somebody were to be with Ben at that time, they would have seen that happen. So I just don't buy the argument that somehow Ben was was given privilege or somehow he cheated uh, or you know was given special treatment by production. I just don't buy that. Now again, I you can make the argument that yes, maybe there are too many idols in this game. Uh, maybe every time an idol gets played, there shouldn't be one put back into the game, especially so late in the game. All those are valid arguments, but give it up in saying that Ben somehow the game was rigged for him to win. The other thing about that is the fire making challenge again, which we will talk about in detail in a minute. The Secret Advantage uh, twist, that was written on a piece of scroll and was part of the immunity challenge that that started off. Now, Ben could have won that challenge. He had the upside-down U, uh, ended up, it was a great challenge to watch on TV, very dramatic, uh, very up and down, but Chrissy ended up winning it. She then won that challenge at at, at the moment, got that advantage. Uh, This advantage was was already placed into the game, people. You know, uh, how could how could that have been, you know, made to benefit Ben uh, had Ben won immunity right there, you know, on his own on his own effort. So that was already a twist that was in the game. Probst explains it, too, by the way, if you read some of his interviews uh, following this finale. And I kind of agree with his thought pattern. You know, if you play a great game and you get all the way down to final four, the others just simply go, oh, okay, you know, we're going to vote you out. Like, it puts so much pressure on a good player to have to win an immunity challenge at the end of the game in order to win the game. And I just feel like that's an unfair advantage, to be honest. Uh, now, they shouldn't be given special treatment, but I love the fact that at Final Four, uh, you win immunity and you are in the final vote. You get to plead your case to the jury, and then you also get to choose one person to take with you. You have some control over your own fate. And then that third spot, it comes down to fire. And if you can't make fire and you're on Survivor, then I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I mean, but th- th- those are just my thoughts. So I feel like that's a good twist. You know, I also you know read something today but with Dr. Mike where he mentioned there should be a vote late in the game, though, that should not be able, where you shouldn't be able to use your idol, which I also agree with. You know, so maybe uh, a future tweak of this is that maybe at final five, that tribal council you can't, uh, you know, use an idol like where idols end at six, and so at five you have to just play the game of survivor, and then when you get to four, this new fire making thing happens. People forget that watching Survivor 
the show has constantly changed and has constantly done different things. There was a time where there wasn't any immunity idols. Then there were a few. Then there were some that gave you special powers. Now we saw this season there are some that you can only use at certain tribal councils. Um, they've tried things that have not worked. Uh, speaking of have not, the have have not twist in Fiji. Uh, the medallion of power, which of course is the famous you know fail of, of survivor ideas. The outcast mutiny during uh, Pearl Islands. Uh, you know, they, they've tried many different things that have not worked over the years, and the show continues to rebound and adapt and grow and evolve. They've also tried a lot of twists that have worked and that have become part of the game that nobody seems to have any problem with these days. The tribe swap, the, you know, uh, again, the, just the concept of the immunity idol. There are seasons that people love that, and, you know, nobody's talking, nobody's up in arms right now arguing, um, you know, that, oh, if, the, if they wouldn't have in, introduced the tribe swap, you know, Silas would have won uh, Survivor Africa. You know, it, it's just, it's kind of like people are trying to just pick and choose what <laughs> to get angry about with Survivor, which maybe comes with the, ter- the territory. You know, it's season 30, we're going into season 36. So we have people that have been with the show for a long time or people that have not been with the show for a long time. And right now it just seems like there's too many advantages in the game. But that what people what I what I'm trying to say is it doesn't mean that there's always going to be too many advantages in the game. This could just be a moment in Survivor history. Maybe in another year or two they give out nothing but fake immunity idols. So you know who just to screw with the people's heads. You know they're constantly trying to outthink the contestants because once the contestants get comfortable in the game, that's what they don't want. And through 35 seasons, that's what they've done. They have never created the rules to allow these players to get totally comfortable with how the game is going to go. So I love that part of this. The fire-making challenge to me is a big shift in the game. It will it will be here for Ghost Island. It doesn't mean that it will be here the next year. And uh, if somebody is going to work harder than everybody else to find all the immunity idols that are planted, then you know what? Then they should get it. It's part of the game. It's within the game's rules. And Survivor does change. And... That's what we all love and hate about it at the same time. So that's my piece on all of that. Uh, I like the fire-making challenge. I'm not bothered by the fact that Ben won or found three immunity idols. Good for him. And, uh, you know, you know we're, we're not too far removed, people, from Michelle Fitzgerald winning the show. She was uh, not... Uh, person popular winner you know did the did production you know put her in the end and make her win you know i mean these are just it's crazy theories what i do like about it and what i think it does speak to is that there was some polarizing uh players this season down the stretch ben and chrissy uh seems like they each had their faction of people that loved them and their faction of people that hated them my mom for example told me if chrissy would have won the game she would have never watched a show ever again and uh, at the same time i get a text from my sister telling me uh, oh my god, I can't believe Ben won the game. This sucks. I couldn't even <laughs> watch the reunion show because I was so upset. So, you know, you have people with strong feelings on each side, uh, and that's what I love about the game. So, all of that aside, uh, I think it was, again, a strong finish. This season started off slow, but it got a lot better. I, and I don't think that, th- I said this in my written review, I don't think that this was a good ending to a mediocre season I think that this was a great ending to what ended up being a pretty solid good season uh but do you agree let me know uh this week on Friday right now as I as I talk it is Thursday uh on Friday of this week that's December 22nd uh I'm gonna be putting out my my uh season end rankings that I have been putting out pretty much every season that I've covered the show uh, I'm going to be putting out my list of most memorable Survivor seasons and also my ranking of the top winners of all, of all time. So tell me what you think. Uh, where does Season 35, where does Heroes, Healers, and Hustlers rank all time? Is it a top-tier show? Should it be in the upper half? Is it a bottom half? Is it, should it be right in the middle? Uh, should it be at the very bottom? Should it be at the very top? Let me know. Also, Ben. Uh, where is he as a winner? Wait for my list to come out, you know, for me to give you my official ranking on him. But Ben as a winner, here's the thing. I think he played a, a really good game. 
it's it's very rare in Survivor that a guy uh, or girl wins the game having been named like the leader, you know, halfway through the game. Usually those leaders are picked off and not allowed to go to the end. Uh, yes, he had the three idol wins. He had the fire-making challenge that went in his favor, which, by the way, Devin could have easily lit a fire. I say easily, but he could have lit a fire and beat Ben. Ben won the challenge, fair and square. He didn't have special Tinder. Kin, or is it Kin? What does he call it? What do you, Tinder? That's not the right word. Anyway, you know what I mean. Whatever you burn. So... Ben, though, uh, also, he never won one immunity challenge. Uh, he was kind of abrasive in his social game down the stretch. You know, he rubbed people the wrong way. Uh, but he also had a good... He had, there are other elements of his game that were good socially. But he uh, never won an immunity challenge. He had 11 votes cast against him through the course of the game, which is the most ever uh, for a sole survivor, uh, taking out Eris, uh, who or Otis, as we learned that his name was pronounced, uh, you know, back in the day, who had nine votes against him. But, yeah, Ben now has the record with 11 votes against, and he won the game. Uh, he didn't win, you know, a unanimous final vote. He won 5-2-1, to two to one, which is a majority. But uh, all of those factors, I mean, I don't think they put him in the top realm of Survivor winners, that's for sure. But does he deserve bottom-feeding status? Is, is he Natalie White? Is he, is he Vicepia? Uh, let me know where you think Ben should fall on the list. Those things will be coming out on Friday. And, uh, yeah, those will be the last posts of the year for Reality T uh, for me. And then, of course, we plan to get back into it as we move closer to Survivor Season 36, uh, which we now know is called Survivor Ghost Island. So I'm going to get into Ghost Island a little bit and give you some preview of uh, what to expect in Season 36. But let's, without further ado, get into the interviews. Uh, so here, my first interview of the podcast is with none other than the winner of Survivor Season 35, Heroes versus Healers versus Hustlers, Mr. Ben Drebergen. Hopefully I said that right. John, how you doing, buddy? Hey, Ben, how are you, man? Congratulations to you. Hey, thank you so much. Thank you so much. <laughs> How was last night, man? Did you uh, survive uh, through the partying and everything? Uh, well, you know, the awesome surprise of uh, my boys coming into town. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you can imagine how that, that happened. <laughs> yeah, that, well, that's awesome. I'll, I'll get back to that in a minute, too, because that was a great moment from last night. But, um, you know, I wanted to ask you first. Uh, you, so you ended up getting five votes uh, to win the game. Um, only Devin, Mike, and Ashley looked like they voted against you. Were you surprised by how the votes uh, played out? Absolutely. You know, I, I was surprised that I won. Um, at Final Tribal Council, that was a heated battle between uh, Chrissy, Ryan, and myself. Mm -hmm. And those two um, can articulate and, and, and are very good at uh, talkers, you know. And so sitting next to them was, was pretty intimidating at uh, Final Tribal. Was so I was, it, yeah, I was very shocked after seeing after seeing Chrissy at it, and then she had those two votes back to back. Mm. Um, after we we all each got one, I thought that's I thought she was going to run it. I thought she she had won and I had lost. Which of the jury members were you more confident about, like getting their vote? Um, and did anybody surprise you? People who voted for you? Um, you know, um, during the game, Joe threw a huge target on my back, and uh, you know, by calling me uh, the King Arthur or a dictator, and, <laughs> right? You know, and, and he he would also tell people um, that if they kept me in and I made it to the end, he was going to get I was going to get his vote, and that was like Joe, you were just ruining me right now. You like, and so. Um, Joe is a man of his word and a very, very good guy, and uh, yeah, that was that was awesome to see to see uh, see that pull through. And same with Lauren too. Lauren's vote was probably a, all of them. All of them meant a lot. But, sure. You know, I I dropped a, a, quite the bomb on Lauren, and uh, she was she was a uh, uh, gr gracious enough to reward me for gameplay and not take it personally. 
What do you think now now that everything's played out and, and everything's happened, what do you think why do you think it is that you why do you think they rewarded you and not Chrissy or Ryan? Um what were their uh failures in, in the game, you know, and why did you, what do you think that they, what do you think they looked at with you that meant um you know they wanted you to win the game? I I mean, I think the fact that all of them wanted me out and each and every tribal they couldn't do it. The almost like the underdog back against the wall story, you know, mm-hmm. and I think they res- I think they respected that. Um obviously the last three votes you look at uh are the 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 ones that I didn't get, right? Mm-hmm. Uh Devin, Mike and Ashley were the last three voted out. I don't think they had enough time to process the game. Um but they they ultimately made their decision and, and I I I agree with them though. You can't like all three of us were definitely could have been winners, you know, and that that was so direct and going into that. You know, I wanted to ask you too. You know, so there's a there's a faction of people out there that you know they see you win three straight idols, and then the fire making challenge. You know, uh, where you you have a chance to earn your way into the final three. There are some people that are saying, "Oh man, you know the the game's rigged. There's no way that somebody could find uh, three idols um, in a row." What's your response to people that are that are claiming that you know the game is rigged in your favor, or somehow you were getting special uh, treatment out there? Right. So, so if the, if the game is rigged, then how? You know, like, it's it's just funny because um, I lost thirty pounds out there, um, <laughs> eating rice and hermit crabs and uh, you know stuff like that. Um, so, I, if the game is rigged, then I think we're all really um, dedicated to starving ourselves. <laughs> um, for for show business, right? right. Uh, and you know, the, as far as idols go, the idols are out in the public. Anybody has an opportunity to go out and find an idol. The difference was I got up before everyone else and went out and looked and found idols. They were in common places uh, where people would walk, like on a day to day basis, to the well, to whatever, and I just out hustled them and got up every morning and put more hours of work into finding idols. And the thing was, they were so confident in that I was going home mm-hmm. that they didn't look, they had, they had their alliances, right? So they, they, they knew their target. They knew their numbers. And I think they were a little overconfident and they, they didn't look, you know? Yeah, so, sure. um, yeah, it, I, I put in work, um, Survivor is 100% real. There's no outside influence from anybody. And as far as the fire challenge goes, I mean, Devin had just as much opportunity as I did. In all reality, he had a better opportunity since he knew about it and practiced making fire. Sure. Yeah, I want to ask you about that, too. So, you know, when that happens, going into that tribal, of course, you probably, I couldn't imagine what's going through your head with, you know, the upside down you. <laughs> maybe leading to your downfall in the game oh. after everything that you've been through. Um, but then the roller coaster of getting to tribal and finding out that you have a shot with the fire making, how, how confident were you in that moment? Did you know that you were going to win that fire challenge in that moment that you got that chance? No, I was very excited to get a chance. Um, as you can see when my, like, you know, I started shaking my leg, like it, <laughs> it's go time. Like I, I knew, I knew I was going home. Right. Like I knew it. And so to have that opportunity, but I did not like making fire with Flint in front of cameras. I was always worried about like not being able to do it at camp. And, mm-hmm. and it, you know, sometimes it'd be a damp, it'd take a while. And I, I, that's why I would stay up at night and, and keep the fires up. Me and Lauren did that at Yala at the merge. And once she left, I would stay up and keep the fires um, going at night. And the, the one where you saw Devin making fire that morning is because, um, I was acting like I was going home and, uh, and, uh, I was like, I'm not going to stoke the fire for you guys. And I, like, you guys are on your own. He's like, it's fine. I'll make fire in the morning. I'm like, cool. Cause I don't like making fire. <laughs> and so for that, the, the twist and the, uh, the irony of it is, is kind of hilarious. Cause I hated making fire. <laughs> that, and that was awesome, man. That was just such a great finish and, and way to get to the final, uh, with, uh, had you have lost that fire challenge, Joe, or had that challenge not happened and you would have gone to jury right then and the final three would have been Devin, uh, Chrissy, and Ryan, who do you think you would have voted for to win the game and why? I mean, Chrissy, Chrissy played a tremendous game, right? For tying the record for, uh, you know, four immunity idols for a mm-hmm. woman. She's a, she's a proud mom. She's, you know, an older woman. That is 
so uh, you know admirable. Uh, the 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 Ryan and Devin feud that w- would would have eventually erupted at Final <laughs> Tribal mm-hmm. would have been very interesting to see of who claimed what and how that was portrayed to the jury. I think owning your game has a big part of the jury's decision. And if you can't own your game and explain to people like this is why I did this and yes I did this instead of no I didn't do this this way, it has a lot of how the votes were probably cast. Were you less confident or more confident um, leaving that final tribal council like than when you went into it? You know, like were you did you feel great about how it played out and you thought you had a better chance of winning, or do you feel like oh my gosh, I think that things uh, could be I could be in trouble here? Yeah, no, I I was very very worried. Um, we it, it was I didn't. There was times when I was like oh you know maybe I got these people or maybe not these people and then there was times where like no they voted for someone else the mm-hmm. the, the, the uncertainty of how the votes uh going into final like well last night was just uh, nerve-wracking and uh once we all got uh, a vote uh one 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 and then chrissy got two votes back to back i i thought she won and i had lost so mm-hmm. It was actually really, really surprising. It's got to be weird, too. Not only do you go through the game and experience everything out there and then leave you know, with what you think might have happened and how the votes might have fall, but then you go and you, have, you watch the season play out on television. Uh, as, this, as you're watching the season on TV, did you, did it, again, did you feel like even like more confident, less confident as, as you're watching things play out on television that, you know, wow, the way I'm being portrayed here, you know, maybe uh, I'm going to win or vice versa? Uh, you know, that's the way I was portrayed was, is, I mean, that's, that's who I am. You know, um, mm-hmm. I, uh, I love to have fun and that's where like the whole bed bomb thing came from because <laughs> I, I knew I had an idol, but I knew I was going home next tribal. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like right. I, I knew I was out. So I go out and have fun. It's a game. It's survivor. I was living my dream and, and I was out there having fun. I wasn't trying to, trying to showboat or, or do things for the camera. Like, that's that's me and and um you know i um i love having fun i love meeting new people and um you know it's life is good i guess you know it's just crazy <laughs> with uh i want to ask you too when you did use that one idol at the at the one tribal where everybody voted for you and then you ended up voting out uh lauren um what was the decision to vote out lauren right there and not chrissy or well or, or anybody else i guess yeah so um at that point lauren had uh that idol and she had uh, her uh, her secret advantage, and she she was just too strong in the game. Devin and Ashley were with Lauren one hundred percent, and I could see I could see Mike um, Mike uh, them pulling Mike in and me on the outs, you mm-hmm. know. So Dev or, or Lauren Lauren was an amazing player, and I couldn't sit sit next to her in the end. I don't know, I don't know how that would have played out if her and I sat next to each other. And so that's why I just I had to get rid of her. And she is an amazing woman, and we had so much fun out there together. And uh, you know, it's just part of the game, though. You know, and again, it's it, you had a very rare experience last night. Not only do you win Survivor, but then you know you're given the surprise of reuniting with a couple of your you know your old Marine buddies. Um, talk about just the emotion and like what you were going through, uh, and once you uh, you know realized that they were actually there with you on stage. Um. Uh. It, uh wow. It was a shock. <laughs> I had no idea, and I I haven't seen those guys for you know since I was in uniform. So, um, being able to see them and, and you know we're all sporting the the the, the beards and the dad bod. So I think <laughs> I think we're all in the same page. You know we haven't skipped a beat. Still. And going out last night with, with them was, I mean, it was worth a million dollars in itself. Like that was right. worth more than any money um, being able to hang out. And it was, it was just like the old days. Like it was, it was so fun. That's great. Um, I want to ask you too. I, I ask every, every winner that I, that I talk to, um, I always ask the same question. Um, where do you see yourself in the echelon of all of the survivor winners? Um, how do you, uh, how would you categorize your own your own game and your own win? I'm like uh, like ranking wise or like 
Yeah, like, maybe not specifically. Like yeah, but like, do you feel like this was? I mean, do you feel like uh, you dominated the game? Do you feel like you know you got lucky over and over again? Like, where would you kind of put yourself upper echelon uh, of of Survivor winners? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I, you know, as far as like winners, I'm a fan of the show, so I'll, I'll put myself, you know, probably towards like I don't know, thirty five, because these, you know. Um, it, it, I'm, I'm just Ben, and uh, you know it was awesome to go out and play. But I, I'm not. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know. I, I, I feel like I played the game I had to play to get to the end with the cards that I was dealt. Um, at the Hero Beach, I, you know, we I, I had a lot of, uh, you know, say and, and trust in everyone there. And then, uh, you know, at Yawa, I had to encourage the three healers to work hard and not lose an immunity so Lauren and I wouldn't get home. Um, you know, the whole King Arthur stuff. I, I don't know. I mean, for me, it was a great game, but I, I don't know how it's going to be perceived as um, from other people. And my last question I have for you is, you know, obviously part of your story was, um, you know, your uh, battle with, uh, you know, PTSD and, and kind of inspiring, you know, everybody. You guys mentioned it on the show last night. Like, if you could just get through to one, you know, person out there, it would be, you know, worth it in the end. Uh, j- just talk a little bit more about that, and, and I don't know if you put you on the spot with that website or whatever, but is there anything that you can tell people to where, you know, where they can do, what they should do if they are, if they see some of themselves in your struggle and what they should do? Absolutely. Um, you know, um, PTSD is more prevalent now. Days. And so there is a lot more organizations and phone numbers. I think, um, you know, the, the, like if you go to like a government, uh, there's there's a, a good one there. Um, if, if you're struggling, you know, reach out to someone you trust and just talk to. You got to open up and, and talk about it. That stuff is in our heads forever and it's never going to go away. And so if you open up and talk about it and, and accept that that's who we are and that is a part of us now, then you can you can start bettering yourself, but that stuff is never going to go away. But it doesn't have to end, you know, in, in depression and uh, and suicide though either. And so that's if if we can, if, you know, if I can help one person, it, it's all worth it. Hey Ben, uh, again, congratulations to you, man. I was a big fan, uh, and it was great watching you pull through in the end. Uh, best of luck to you and your family. Hey Tom, I appreciate it. It was great talking to you today, bud. All right, man. Thanks a lot. Take care. So a quick note, even uh, after I have uh, recorded the uh, opening of this podcast, uh, apparently Chrissy was unavailable for the interview at the time that I was scheduled. She had to jump on a uh, flight, so I got to speak uh, just with Ryan. Uh, so here's my individual interview with Ryan. As far as my Chrissy interview goes, I'm being told that it will be rescheduled, hopefully. So... We'll have to stand by, and hopefully I get a chance to talk to Chrissy. But uh, So here is my interview with Just Ryan. Hi, Tom. How are you? Ryan, what's happening, my man? How you doing? Good. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay. Um, good to talk good. to you. So, you know, yeah, let's break Thanks. this down. Um, going into final tribal council last night, Yeah. Uh, what were you – what were your feelings going in as far as your confidence level? And then what, wh- how did you feel leaving there? Yeah. So, um, my confidence level, you know, I thought I had Devin, I, you know, thought, um, I could maybe sway some people. I knew Ben, you know, the, the theme of the, of the season, really these last couple of days, the last couple of votes were if, if Ben gets to the end, Ben's going to win the game. And unfortunately for myself, I, I ended up sitting next to Ben. Um, so I knew, I think I overestimated how, not, not so much open-minded, but how, um, how locked people were going to be. I don't think anybody changed their mind at Tribal. Really? Um, I think everybody voted exactly how they planned that they were going to vote at, at, at Ponderosa. Either they talked about it or they came to the conclusions themselves. Um, so... I, my feel, I always had, had believed that Ben had won the game, um, and he deserved it. He's so deserving. Um, he played such a great game. He's such a good guy, and uh, yeah, I think I, I my, my my opinion never wavered. I'm proud of the fight that I put up for myself. I mean, you only saw like eight minutes of of tribal. It was it was three and a half hours worth <laughs> of just us going back and forth. Me, Chrissy, Ben with the jury, and 
And yeah, I, I was really proud of the effort that I gave. And I thought I may have even swayed somebody like Ashley or, or Desi, but um, that didn't end up happening. So, uh, you know, but I gave up a good fight and I, and I never, I never uh, threw in the towel. So I'm proud of that. You, you know, you're a big uh, super fan, of course, of Survivor. So you've seen the show, mm-hmm. you know, play out every season. Uh, when you were watching the show back on television, uh, did you did your thoughts change at all as to your chances, um, kind of seeing how you were being portrayed, how others were being portrayed? I mean, I had always thought that Ben had won, so everything that I had seen just kind of added that validation, like, uh, yeah, Ben won, you okay. know, because, you know, I, I didn't get much personal content, I think, like, um, you know, I had the scene with my dad, which was great, mm-hmm. but, you know, I had a speech impediment growing up, and, you know, I, I talked a lot about that, but that really wasn't shown um and i feel like a lot of ben's personal content was shown so you know you, you you can read into the edit and there is some something there i feel like um but at the same time i wasn't you know meticulously looking at the edit um i was out there i kind of knew what happened for the most part i was at final tribal and um you know nothing was gonna really assuage me from from thinking that ben had won the game and uh, that's ultimately what happened a turning point that it kind of appeared anyway on, on the show for you was um, kind of how when you lost trust with Devin after um, you told him about the idol and then you told Ben about the idol and then those two kind of chatted and compared notes. Uh, right. Was that was that just a case of you, were you kind of just overplaying your hand there? Uh, or, or how do you kind of look back at that moment and yeah. those decisions? Yeah, I, th- I think you said it right. I think I was like overplaying a little bit. Um you know, so Chrissy, I thought Chrissy had seen me dig it up, and JP did see me dig it up. So as soon as one person knows that you got it, everybody's going to know. So I was going to try and beat them to the punch and telling people. I think I went a little bit too far. You know, I was gonna, I always looped Devin in. Um, and I uh, should I have told Ben? Absolutely not. But I was trying to set Ben up to thinking that he could trust me and I was going to cut his throw later. But that's not what ended up happening, you know. Um Yes. So, you know, I can understand why, why trust is lost there. I, 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 you know, I wish Devin could have given me that benefit of the doubt um, because we had so much invested in each other. But, you know, once, once I guess you, you hear something, you know, so at, at the conversation at the rock, Ben has later told me that like, you know, he told Devin about the advantage of Lawrence and everything. And Devin actually went to Lauren and asked for clarification when he never came to me. And I think that's because, you know, um, I guess he felt more betrayed, and that's completely understandable. Um, but I was never, you know, going to betray Devin. That, that was never my intention. Um, but, yeah, that was definitely the turning point in the game for me, for sure. You know, we ne- we rarely ever see things that happen in the first episode of a season two that end up kind of playing out all the way to the end. But your decision to give Chrissy that super idol um, ended up being kind of a, mm-hmm. a, a huge part of your game also, the fact that, that it bonded the two of you together. Um you didn't have yeah. a lot to go on with who you were choosing to give it to, um, you know, because we saw Chrissy like puking at the challenge. Did you give it to her because you right. she looked weak at that challenge? Like, what was your decision? Uh, why did you decide no, to no, give Chrissy that? I never that? saw her puke. I never saw her vomit at the challenge. That was all editing. Oh, okay. Um, that was just for the show. Yeah, I never saw that. Um, yeah, so I kind of like, so I made my decision really early on because I knew if we had lost, I would have to give it away. So, um I was looking at the three guys. Like the, I was like, well, they might be too strong. You know, I don't want to, you know, I don't know if I want to latch myself to that. And then Ashley and Katrina, I just didn't get really strong vibes from. And Chrissy, I, I did, you know, we spent a week together pregame with the whole, the whole um, cast. And yeah, I just got good vibes from Chrissy. And it was somebody who I thought that I could work with. I wanted to maximize the use of the advantage. I didn't want to have that advantage played at that first tribal. I wanted to, because I didn't want the person pl- to play the idol and then they just get voted out that next tribal because mm-hmm. that would have been useless. So I was like, all right, let me let me give this to someone who might be in an okay spot, you know, middle of the road. And, uh, you know, Chrissy and I came together at SoCo on that swap tribe, and we just got really lucky. And, you know, when I told her, I thought we were good to go, and we were really loyal to each other, and I had her and Devin. And that was going to be my case at the end. Like, I, I told Devin about the super idol on day two, and I gave – Chrissy the Super Idol on day three, and look who's sitting at the end, you know? Sure. Um, that, that was the alliance that I started, you know? So that would have been my pitch, um, and I'm sure Chrissy and, and Devin would have had good pitches as well, but obviously, as we saw, that was not the final three, and, and Ben got in there, so uh, that pitch kind of went by the wayside a little bit. 
you know that that's funny too. Not funny, haha. But <laughs> in a way, it's it's ironic yeah. that you know a, again as a super fan, you know that it seems like almost every season there's one player who plays a really good game, but the perception is just not there. You know that the audience might see it, uh, but th- for whatever reason, the you know perception is everything in Survivor. And yeah, it seemed like you sure. were that player this year. Like you know, even though you might have played a strong game, it didn't seem like you said the jury was kind of locked in already before that final tribal, and they just didn't perceive uh, you to be someone that they were going to vote for to win the game. You know, looking at that, do you feel like there was anything you could have done along the way that uh, could have helped with the perception of the role that you played in the game? Yeah, you know, that's a good question. I, you know, you never know what the jury's going to think, so you never are sitting there in game looking at the jury like, oh, you know, I, I hope they're pulling for me. I hope that this because you just don't know. I knew Joe was a big big fan of Ben, so if Ben got to the end, Joe would be casting his vote for Ben. But yeah, it was um, yeah, perception is everything in Survivor, and I don't know what I could have done differently from a perceptibility aspect of it. It just goes back to the decisions that I made, and uh, you make your own perceptions out there. I feel like, mm-hmm. um, and I got criticized a lot for like not you know working around camp or something. You know, so they, a lot of the time, you know, you focus, they focus on the negatives and not the positives of your play, but yeah, perceptively, you know, sometimes a lot in these seasons, like it's, it's the guy or, or girl who, um, is kind of like that fish out of water. They're like admired because like, oh, they're out of their element. But with me, it was like, oh, like, you know, Ben was just more capable than you. So he's going to get credit for it. And I, I understand that argument, you know, that wasn't a card that I could play up. So I was really um, deducing my game or reducing my game to social and strategic um, because I wasn't, you know, a challenge that I, I hung tough in some of the challenges, but overall I, I couldn't get that necklace. So I just kind of, you know, put myself in a tough spot. But, um, yeah, I mean, all all the faults in the game are my own. And uh, I, I just go back to decisions that I made where I could have done things differently because I think I was playing a, a really strong game uh, going into the merge, at least. There has been a lot of uh, controversy. You know, a faction of, of the audience out there uh, is yelling, oh, the game is rigged, you know, because Ben found three straight idols, and then there was this player-making challenge, uh, that, you know, at the end of the game. Um, again, as a fan of the game, um, what, are, what are your thoughts? Uh, I mean, it, it seems from our perspective that, uh, like, what was brought up on the show, like, if one of you guys would have, you know, tried to follow Ben or gone into the night with him, um, you know, you guys would have had every chance to find the idol just as much as Ben and that it was kind of like he outworked everybody or, or, you know, whatever. Do you buy into that? Or what, what do you kind of, what do you tell people who are yelling about the game being rigged because of three idols? I mean, that's nonsense. I mean, it's, you know, it's complete. It's ridiculous. It, the game is not rigged. Um, that's, you know, I'll, I'll go toe to toe with anybody who, who, who would think that, um, you know, that's just completely absurd. Um, ben, Ben put himself in positions to find those idols, you know, like he, he took risks. He, he, he made moves that he was probably scared to make, you know, and that's why he, he, he ended up winning the game. Um, you know, I, I, the, the edit wise, you know, uh, it shows Ben like looking at night, but I, I think in actuality, like Ben, like, you know, went to sleep like two minutes after he, he, he looked and got up in the morning and I just wasn't awake, you know, I, and then we went to the boat right after Ben did and uh, he already had it. So, you know, good for him. Um, and even if we did follow him, honestly, um, I think, I mean, I, I don't know if, would that have deterred him? Like, I, right. I, I don't understand. Um, like, he, he searched with the ferocity, so it doesn't matter. Like, okay, if, I, if I'm following Ben and Ben gets the idol, does Ben even care? He was just playing them in succession, <laughs> seven, six, five, you know? So it doesn't even matter if people know. Right. So, um, yeah, he, he looked with the ferocity. I mean, should I, I, that is not something I really kick myself over, like following or not following them. But I do kick myself over not finding it. You know, <laughs> I looked, but of course they're not going to show me looking because, you know, A, I didn't find it and B, I didn't win. Right. So, yeah, I mean, but at, at, in terms of uh, the game being rigged, no. Um, but, you know, twists happened that obviously did not benefit me, especially at the end with that fire making and perceivably being taken to the end by – by, by Chrissy, and then if Devin wins that fire challenge and he gets that big display in front of the jury. Um, yeah, so it wasn't a good look for me, absolutely. But, um, yeah, the game, the game uh, ben, ben, ben 
is completely deserving, and I, I think Ben is the right winner. He played the best. He played the best game on the season, uh, and um, he he deserved to win. The the right person won. Okay. Yeah. Cool. You know, with that fire making challenge too. Again, that's the other controversy of everything. And uh, taking a step away from the game and looking at it, do you like the the concept of? I know it kind of ended up not working in your personal favor, so it might be hard to yeah. kind of tell. But um, do you like the concept of that? That 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 you know, when you make Final Four, you, you know, everybody basically will have a shot at least to get into the Final Three. Yeah, you know, um, I'm obviously jaded because. Uh, you know, obviously it didn't benefit me. So, mm-hmm. uh, but I just think there should be, there has to be a time in the game where, you know, we, we have an opportunity to get you out, you know, like just if, if you don't win that final media challenge at four, then you better have a social relationship. And if you don't have that, you, you should be done, you know? So it's just like, all right, like we're, we're giving a player another chance now to, mm-hmm. to get in there and, you know, how many cracks at it do you want to get, <laughs> you know? Um, you know, Ben played an aggressive game, you know, but a downside to that is at final four, you're going to have to win immunity because there's no more idols, mm-hmm. you know, and Ben did not win immunity. So, I mean, that tribal council final four, I don't know what would have been said. It would have been like a 10 minute discussion, like, I, like 10 second discussion because mm-hmm. it was just so certain that Ben was going. Mm-hmm. So yeah. And, and, you know, Ben made the fire and, and, you know, we're back at camp with Ben, and uh, Ben ended up winning the game. So, yeah, uh, you know, twists are a part of the game, and, and you always got to keep on your toes. It obviously didn't work out for me, but as a fan, I, I don't know. Um, I, I kind of like to see, uh, you know, just it, it's. I feel like I feel like it's a step back in a sense that um, we're going back to, like, the survival aspect of it, mm-hmm. which is fine. People love that aspect of it. Just for me personally, I'm more into the social and strategic aspect, and um, sure. I don't think that Final Four Challenge really uh, promotes that aspect of the game. Well, Ryan, I'm out of time, man, uh, but it was really cool getting a chance to chat with you. Uh, best of luck. Yeah, thanks so much. Yeah, man, best of luck to you, right. and uh, we hope to see you again. All right, thanks, Tom. I appreciate it. Have a good one. All right, Ryan, thanks. Okay, in the last interview of the podcast, uh, here is my interview coming up with the fourth and fifth place finishes. Uh, Devin and Dr. Mike. Hello, Mike and Devin. What's up? (laughs) How you guys doing? You guys survived uh, the partying uh, after finale, huh? Yeah, yeah, we're uh, we're we're half half alive, (laughs) or at least I am. Dr. Mike, yeah, Yeah. it was it. You know what? It's a Wednesday night, and so like the bar closed really early last night, (laughs) and so it was like. And it was really cold outside, so it was like it was almost like a mass evacuation versus a partying. <laughs> well, congrats on that, and congrats on on the good uh, strong finish. Uh, you know, first off, though, um, could could you both give me insight uh, as to who you both voted for uh, to win the game and, and why? Go for it, Mike. Okay, so I voted for Chrissy. I looked at you know I think Ben is a great winner, and I'm super happy that he won. And I think he represents Survivor fantastically. And, you know, and America. And it's, you know, but at the time, Chrissy, you know, if you equate winning immunity to finding an idol, Chrissy won four immunities, then found three idols. Mm -hmm. Chrissy went from the top to the bottom, back to the top. But Ben went from the top to the bottom and never got back to the top. Mm -hmm. And then third, Chrissy took me the you know, hang out with my wife in Fiji during Survivor, and I wanted to repay her for that. Okay. And uh, Devin? Uh, for me, it was uh, it was just me sticking to my word. Uh, since the beginning of the game, Ryan and I, we told each other uh, we would never write each other's name down throughout the whole game until the final three. If either one of us is in the th- final three, we'd vote for each other, and Neither of us wrote each other's name down until the end when I voted for him. Um, so, yeah, it was just me staying true to my word. You know, Devin, uh, you had a very strange ending in terms of you even mentioned it on the show. You know, nobody had written your name down the whole game except for when Ben voted for you. Um, and and then you end up leaving the game with nobody voting for you and just losing the fire challenge. 
that's a pretty impressive resume had you have gotten to the end of the game. I know, I know from watching your Ponderosa video that you took it in stride and you were super happy and not bitter at all, but was there what part of you, like, talk about was the disappointment of, of getting so close but just missing out on the final four or final three? Um, yeah, it was a little disappointing to because, well, I thought I, I thought I was in final three. When Chrissy won that immunity challenge, I thought I was there. I thought. Ben's going home. There's no way Chrissy's going to take Ben. She's going to take Ryan and I. Uh, and then I found out it was the fire challenge. And I didn't see it as a bummer. I, I more saw it as an opportunity. And it was like a big chance for me, you know, to to really prove myself. And so I was honored to participate in the fire challenge. Uh, win or lose, I, I was stoked that I was a part of it. And... Uh, yeah, Ben was the better man, and he won, and he won the million because of it. Uh, Mike, I wanted to ask you too. You know, you through the last half of the game, you were it, it was great because you know you weren't um, you weren't often in the majority of the alliance or, or the voting, but you you seemed willing to play the game and willing to do whatever you needed to do to kind of um, preserve your own you know your own game. Um, when it got down to that final five, though, uh, you know, Devin cast his vote for you which ultimately led to your exit in the game. You talked to Jeff on the air last night that you thought about doing the same thing but ultimately ended up voting for Ben. Why did you not, you know, why did you not cast your vote for Devin knowing that there was a possibility if Ben played the idol that you might be in trouble? Because I haven't eaten or drank anything in, <laughs> you know, 37 days. <laughs> because I mean, that's part of it. But the real I mean, it's because I started thinking about my final three. And I know at that point that I have three killers on the jury, and if I just make it to the final three, I think I'm going to win the game. And, but I need to make it to the final three. And if I, I believe that Ben had not found another idol. I had looked all day and all night for an idol, <laughs> and I haven't found it. And so how could Ben have found it? And so it's like, you know, uh, that being said, I felt like, if Ben didn't have an idol and he went home, you just saw how Devin is all about trust. And if I had written Devin's name down and then went back with Devin <laughs> and Christy and Ryan, I would have screwed my chances out of the final three. They would have all just been like, we're the final three, Mike, you're done. Mm -hmm. And it would have been it, unless I won immunity. But I believe that because, you know, if one, if I'd known about the fire challenge, you know, if I'd known about the fire challenge or... Ben had one immunity. I mean, if I found an idol, I'd be sitting in different feet right now. Sure. You know? Yep, absolutely. You know, uh, I was impressed too watching um, the game in the final tribal. It, it seemed like this season was one of the, the least bitter juries uh, that I've ever seen, really, in the game. Uh, what was the vibe like, you know, in your guys' few days at, in, in Ponderosa? Uh, and did you feel like it was an open-minded, um, even though it wasn't a bitter jury, do you feel like it was an open-minded jury going into that final tribal, or do you feel like most people had their minds made up? Uh, I think I think it was open-minded. I think I think everyone walked in there giving everyone a chance. Uh, most people wanted to go in not even giving Ryan even the consideration of uh, winning, but... Uh, I think that changed once we started the discussion. Mm -hmm. and I think people honestly gave even Ryan a chance who no one was going to at first. So, yeah, the, just the way that the final interviews went was really cool, and I think the way the jury as a whole handled themselves was great. Yeah, I think the jury just wants... I think a couple of keys to Survivor is that the jury needs to respect you, the people sitting there, and the jury wants to be heard. Mm -hmm. Everybody just wants to be heard, mm -hmm. you know? Right. And so if, uh, you know, in the new, uh, you know, in the new format of the final carnival, people feel like they're getting heard. And then the fact that it was, you know, it was serious, the final tribal, and we, you know, people got to, like, talk about the grievances and stuff, and people, and have them address and dealt with, I think, made it so it was a very unbitter jury. Plus, again, you know, the healers made up a lot of the, uh, 
you know, a lot of the jur- of the jury is such a fun group, and we had such a fun time during those you know those days and days and days where there was you know no but no strategy time almost and like because nobody was getting thrown out because we just kept winning. It was like playing on the jungle gym. <laughs> that you know we had made really tight bonds with each other, and those were the first few people on the jury. And so and then like JP and Warren were so laid back, but it was just a nice fun group of people to hang out with. You know, Mike, too, if if, the, if Devin wins that uh, fire-making challenge and it's Devin, Chrissy, uh, and Ryan in the end, uh, who who would, would Chrissy still have gained your vote? No, Devin. <laughs> <laughs> and not just because he's on I, the phone I call, right? Chrissy. I yeah. love Chrissy. I Chrissy, but Devin is like, do you watch Game of Thrones? Yes. So Devin is like no one. When Arya is like, who trained you? And they're like, who trained you? And she's like, no one. Devin is like a silent is like a quiet killer. Like, it, you know, I pointed <laughs> out before that, like, even when in a, you know, Devin played the game so well that on the, uh, on the Levu tribe, when they took away Devin's vote, they didn't vote for Devin. Mm-hmm. You know, all four of those people could have just turned around and voted for Devin. Mm-hmm. But he had played such a great game that they still went and fought each other and Joe still played the idol to make sure Alan would go home. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And that was, I mean, the, the true reason for that, I believe, is because Devin was playing a great, you know, strategic and social game. And, you know, it's like, you know, you don't, it's sometimes like things like that are hard to describe in a, you know, in a one-hour television show. Mm-hmm. But you see those subtle moves. Survivor is played in the moves outside of the big moves. And it's like the same reason why Devin wouldn't change his vote and keep Ashley in the game and vote for me at the final six. Sure. You know, it's just it's those relationships that are built that uh, that are sort of hard to you know put on television sometimes. You know, uh, Devin, I know you came out on the wrong side of the fire making challenge, uh, but what do you guys think as as fans of the show? Um, you know, it's kind of been controversial today. You know, people talking about you know that they like the fire making challenge at Final Four or they don't like it. Um, where do you guys fall as far as far as that uh, as part of the game? Do you guys like that idea of the fire making challenge or would you prefer the game stick to just a, a normal vote at final four? Uh, I, I'm a personal fan of the fire challenge. I think that's a really cool addition to the game. Um, it just kind of takes it back to survivor roots mm-hmm. and just like what survivor is really about um, the actual survival aspect of the game. So I, I liked it and I thought it was a badass way to, to finish mm-hmm. the season. And I would say that I really like the challenge. I think that everybody going out on Survivor should need to know how to make fire and should make fire. It adds a level of complexity, especially when people are going to the end and need to bring somebody along with them that knows how to make fire if they don't make fire themselves. Now, that being said, it would, be, it would have been nice and changed the entire game around if we had known mm. about that twist. Sure. Like the, the seasons from now on are going to know. I also think that Survivor, you know, if idols are going to be played, you know, they're, you know, also you've seen that people say, oh, there are a lot of idols. I think that idols should end at some point and there should be like, maybe idols should end at six and the, if the fire making is going to be at four. So there's like a vote in there at least where there, it has to be like a strategic vote sure. where somebody has to, in, you know, the way that people think about playing Survivor, somebody has to really play Survivor in order to make his way to the end. Sure. Okay, yeah, I like that. Uh, you know, so I want to ask you both a question about your own personal, um, you know, regrets or the Monday morning quarterbacking of your own game. Um, you know, looking back on the game that you played, it, do you guys look back to one moment, uh, each of you, as far as uh, a pivotal moment in your game where, you know, had you done a different choice that you're – fate would have been different uh each of you uh for me i think i played the best game that i possibly could have played and uh so i don't think i would have changed anything i think what happened to me was my fate and that was that okay <laughs> i would have changed all of it <laughs> exact opposite side of the spectrum here mike <laughs> my eight-year-old could out-survive me on Survivor. <laughs> uh, that's hilarious. Uh, no, I think, you know, I do. 
I'm very trusting, and I tend to just trust what people tell me. Now, that being said, like, the one moment, I actually, like, there are a few of them, but I knew going into that, like, first merge tribal mm-hmm. that something was not right. I, you know, I didn't know the details about how I knew it, but my guy thought Ryan was flipping on Christy. I knew that would be impossible. Like, that was never going to happen, and that's what they were relying upon. But I just didn't have enough, like, you know, I should have really pushed Warren on being like, Warren, who's everybody voting for tonight? And then played the idol for Jessica, and it would have changed the game around. Mm. I, the, or, I mean, the other thing is just not writing Devin's name down, right? Like, sure. if I had written Devin's name down, things would have been different. Or, like, you know, taking my idol and walking over to Vork and handing it to her after after uh, the new SoCo, like, loss, and being like, here, Rourke, you're going to need this tonight. Mm. You'll probably need this tonight. Like, little, any of those things would have completely changed the game. At the end of the day, though, it's easy to be a Monday morning quarterback. Yes. It's, uh, you know, it's, I think I played a pretty, you know, somehow with my social and strategic game, although it's not necessarily shown, I was able to get to Final Five, and I'm super happy about that. <laughs> Um, like, I was the last person voted out on season 35 of Survivor. Yeah. No, that was awesome. Man, I'm running out of time here. Uh, running out of time. My real last quick question I have for you each is if you could comment on, you know, a lot of people talk about Survivor legacy. Uh, how would each of you want to be remembered, uh, you know, for, as far as your legacy in the game of Survivor? Uh, go for it, Mike. I mean, I think I'm going to be remembered as, I want to be remembered as the most entertaining guy to ever play Survivor. <laughs> Like, like, I like, I played. You know, in being entertaining, I was able to accomplish strategic moves that wouldn't necessarily even be seen on camera. <laughs> <laughs> cool. And Devin, uh, I want to be remembered as a positive, bright light that influenced people to live their lives in the same manner and just be grateful for everything that they have and all all the lovely people in their lives and just life in general well hey guys yeah i like that i want to be a role model for the dads (laughs) role model for dads dads get off the couch and just try there you go you know the male siri there you go uh (laughs) yeah so hey guys thanks a lot for uh your time it was great watching a great season and uh best of luck to you both awesome thank you very much all right take care so this is interesting. So as I'm recording the podcast, uh, you know, I'm doing it in advance of my uh, some of these talks, my, some of these interviews. So uh, I had been told that I'd been getting an interview with Chrissy and Ryan. Uh, as you heard earlier in the podcast, uh, at the last minute, Chrissy uh, was unavailable for my call. Uh, she had to get on a flight. And I'm now being told that I might not interview her today, which sometimes means I'm not going to get the interview at all. So that's unfortunate, uh, but if if by chance I do get the talk with Chrissy, uh, I will post that as a separate podcast or uh, tack it on to this one and include it. Uh, but just a, that's a quick uh, little editing note. So um, I know a few times in this podcast I'm telling you that I'm going to be speaking with all five members of the of the who of the the contestants who are in the finale here. Uh, but in reality, I only talked to four of them. Uh, and those other parts were recorded earlier before I knew that I wasn't going to be talking to Chrissy. So uh, with that, uh, there you have it. And uh, there's my little uh, tack-in here to <laughs> let you know what's up with these interviews. So there it is, guys. Uh, that puts a wrap on this season. Like I said, you can uh, check in tomorrow on realitytea.com or follow me on Twitter, at Tom Santilli. And uh, you can check out my updated rankings of the most memorable Survivor seasons, as well as my ranking of all-time Survivor winners. Where does Ben rank on the all-time list, and where does Survivor Triple H rank among all of the Survivor seasons that we've now seen? Uh, Let me know, and look for those Friday. Uh, After those posts, that will put a bow on this season um, and my coverage of it. Uh, This podcast, though, will continue... Uh, I might take a week off or two over the holidays here, but 
as we get through January, there's going to be lots of stuff we're going to talk about uh, uh, movie-related. We're probably going to have a deep spoiler, uh, spoilerish Star Wars uh, podcast at some point. Uh, we'll also be looking at things like the Golden Globes uh, in January as well as the Oscar nominations. And then I'll be live. Uh, I'm going to the Critics' Choice Awards this year as a critic, uh, as a member of the Broadcast Film Critics Association. I get a vote in the Critics' Choice Awards, and I'm actually attending the show this year. I live in Detroit, and I'm going out to Santa Monica to check out the Critics' Choice Awards for the very first time. So that'll be awesome. I might podcast from there or do a podcast in relation to the Critics' Choice Awards. But stick with the podcast. Again, if you love movies... Uh, you're going to love the podcast. If you love Survivor, you hopefully love the podcast. And again, if you love both movies and Survivor, this should be your favorite podcast. Uh, that will lead us into February, where we will have the debut of Season 36, Survivor Ghost Island. Now, uh, if you were like me, uh, I wasn't too sure what the heck, uh, what the heck to expect with this season. <laughs> Even though Jeff Probst explained it during the live reunion show. Uh, Ghost Island, okay, it's going to have a, something to do with a bunch of uh, the past mistakes, you know, done on Survivor. They showed the, the famous Eric, uh, you know, where he uh, gave away his immunity necklace and then was voted off. Uh, they even showed from this season where Lauren gave her immunity shell to Mike and then he threw it in the fire at Tribal. All of these terrible mistake moments in Survivor history are somehow going to be weaved into this next season of Survivor Ghost Island, but I'm not exactly sure what that still means. Uh, we do know that it's going to be all new players again. There will not be any returning players, which is also kind of weird for a season themed around you know ghosts from the past kind of a thing. Uh, and we'll have to see where it takes us and uh, and what happens. But that's coming out. The premiere has already been announced as uh, the end of February. I believe it was February 20. I want to say the 28th. Is it the Wednesday? Eh, check it out. Final Wednesday in February is when it'll premiere, so I'm sure that we'll have a cast announcement sometime, probably end of January-ish, uh, and I'll be all over that, and we'll be discussing that as we get closer. I also know that some press uh, members were allowed out to the uh, beginning of the filming of Season 36, so as usual, I will probably check in. I, I don't want to quote that for sure right now, but I'll probably check in again with the usual suspects, uh, Gordon Holmes and Mara Reinstein, to uh, see... Uh, what their experiences were like out there at Ghost Island. A quick word on the live reunion show, too. Uh, didn't love the format. Uh, we barely got to speak to anybody, and I don't think that they cared. This wasn't like they tried to get everybody in and didn't. It was almost like it was a conscious choice to not do interview with the cast. Uh, Probst was really all over the, the floor and doing you know little edited segments and little updates from the audience. Uh and it was kind of a letdown, but we did get to learn about Ghost Island, and we also did get to see that reunion that we talked about with Ben, with his Marines, but uh, I'm not sure I like that future of the show, so we'll have to see what the live reunion brings us to in May, but that'll do it for this podcast, everybody. I know it was a long one. Thanks for listening. Uh, hope you enjoyed it, and again, uh, look for those season rankings on Friday, and then stick with me. I hope you have a happy, happy holidays. Uh, a great happy new year, great start to 2018. Stick with the podcast and uh, you know get through the award season with movies with us in January as we lead into Survivor Season 36. We'll be here again, ladies and gentlemen, uh, going through the new season. That'll do it. I am Tom Santilli. I appreciate everybody for tuning in and listening to this podcast all season long and uh, wish you, the, again, the happiest of holidays.